Welcome to Tool Talk, the weekly podcast for Toolaholics, where all your DIY, home improvement, automotive, and tool-related questions are answered, and your need, physical need to talk tools is completely served. And now, the host of Tool Talk, Chuck Cage and Sean O'Hara from Toolmonger.com, the web's first tool blog. I'm Chuck. I'm Sean. And welcome to Tool Talk, podcast number 58. Today is Monday, December 7th. 2009. If you'd like to give us a call, you can call us at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229 and just select the correct option at the menu. Good to be back. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah, really. (laughs) (laughs) Too long, too long. Yeah, and you know, we have to BS uh, every once in a while, so we thought, uh, you know, why not do it here? Well, actually, it's just I got so much email. <laughs> I thought sure maybe that. I should uh, <laughs> get off my ass, you know? Well, instead of talking about us, let's talk about the top five. The top five. All right. So uh, number five. Number five is uh, the odd outlook. Outlook. The odd, outlet? yeah, <laughs> the odd outlet extenders. Oh, that's cool. I saw that. Yeah, I yeah. like that. And uh, basically, what this thing does, or, or what they do, uh, there's different kinds and different sure. shapes and everything like that. Is there are a plethora of all? Did you just say plethora? I did. I did. It's it's my SAT word. I don't for know the what day. plethora is, but I'm gonna get some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hit. There's a big old crap ton. Of, is that better Thank for you? you. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I feel um, good. Of uh, different sized plugs and wall units and you know warts and Cause all incre- this kind yeah, of stuff. Because incredibly, all of the outlets in a little row, perfectly spaced row, is useless. Yeah. Or it's like four feet long for three outlets or something like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because every you, other one you got to skip yeah, for the brick. You know. And then they make some of them that face sideways, which is cool, except that then you end up with one of those power strips where they turn the plug to help you out. Yeah. And, and then you're is, screwed. And now you've just covered four of them and you can't do anything. So, oh. yeah, yeah, it's it's not really helpful. Uh, so there's there are odd-shaped and, and sized outlet extenders that basically take all these outlets and put them in a regular styles that will allow you to plug this weird crap in. And this is helpful in the shop, which has just a bunch of different styles <laughs> and everything's different. And you know, it all has to come together in this like one little outlet and everything. And then you, you know, hope you don't blow the circuit. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. You think that the, like, what's his name in a Christmas story, you know, with the Christmas, you think that's bad. That's Ralphie's nothing. Dad. Yeah. That's nothing on most shops. Oh no. I mean, they no, got no. like 4,000 chargers and, and, and oh, gear. Yeah. And- the other day I, I had the shopsmith, a box fan, um, like six chargers How long and, that and a light. As soon as I kicked the shopsmith on, it goes, <laughs> I'm like, well, that's what it took oh. me like twice to figure it out. Too. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, this is all in the same circuit, isn't it? <laughs> Crap. All right. <laughs> well, uh, let me find another. <laughs> it's so funny too, because, because in, uh, in my garage, I have a, I have a couple of circuits, which is cool. Yeah, I'm smart. Me too. I'm not completely too. out of it. I wasn't using all of them at the time, but, but you know, I, do, I am now. Yeah, they, incidentally, you're building a new house like nobody is right now, right? Right, <laughs> exactly. chance you're building a new house like 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 we did a number of years ago, 
uh, they call them freezer plugs because they put them on their own. It's a plug that's on its own outlet so that you don't have a, some other stupid thing mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, some other little thing kick on and blow the circuit while you're out of town and turn all your freezer into nasty. Into mush. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had them put a couple of freezer plugs, I'm making finger quotes, into the <laughs> garage so I would have these circuits. But I remember one time we were using one of the others because it was really close for a plasma cutter. And the plasma cutter, of course, draws a tad bit of juice. Oh, a little it bit. is a 120, you know, and it's 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 made for 120, and it's it says it'll run fine on its own 20 amp circuit, which is kind of the standard. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it should. I mean, if you look at the plug on the back of it, the 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 power cord, they're not kidding. I mean, it can't be drawn too much more than that because it'd melt, you know. Right. So we'd plug it in, but we didn't realize that this one plug that was nearby had the lights on it. Yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And it's not like they draw a lot. It's not like I have, like, you know, a well, million watts of lighting No, in the but you got eight shop bulbs. Six. Is it six? Yeah. Well, six, six, six. Um, uh, what do you call them? Six fluorescent fixtures. Yeah, the, the tubes. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. with two tubes each in them. Right. And they, they're the low tubes are in them, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we use it a couple of times until we finally hit the duty cycle. And it's like, Doo. Yeah, and the whole shop goes <clears> dark. I'm it's dark, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. And uh, we thought we might have left power, but you look over at the battery charge wall and there's, you know, all the blinking lights and everything over there. And you're like, uh-oh, huh. yeah, that's not good. Well, yeah. see if we can stumble our ass over so to the, find the flashlight. Try to cut during the day and turn the lights <laughs> off when you do. <laughs> it works great. Anyway. But, yeah, outlet extenders. It's a good thing. Have, have you seen the uh, Power Squid one? That's my favorite. Power Squid? Yeah, it's my favorite of all of those, though, because if you really are one of those people that has has a problem like that, where you've got like a ton of odd-shaped crap that you need to plug in, it's like it has a plug on one end, like a short cable, you know? Oh, yeah. And the whole thing that, that has it, eight little runners, cables about yeah. four inches long yeah, with yeah, an yeah, outlet yeah. on each of them. So I you can just bend them around however you want, you know? Yeah, I have seen that. Not exactly. It looks horrible when yeah, you have everything right. plugged in, but it does work. Hey, you know what? If it's if it's crammed behind everything anyway, who gives a damn? Yeah. Well, it's something I'd do. I, <laughs> I totally do that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, number four. Number four, how to extra shop space. And what this is is a expendable canvas and framed uh, tent, basically, that you can... Uh, and not really tent, but it's it's an expandable, collapsible thing that you can expand or uh, uh, tack on at the end of a building or the end of a shop or make a shop out of it if you're on a location or something like that. And have some extra workspace so your tools don't get rained on or you don't get rained on while you're working. If you think of something like that in terms of like having extra shop space, I mean, my first thought was if I have extra shop space, it's like real space, you know, it sounds dumb. But when you think of it in terms of you're out somewhere and you're doing a job and you don't want to get rained on, it or sounds pretty cool. You're doing a project that when assembled doesn't fit in the shop anymore <laughs> and you're trying to you finish out with paint or something like that. You need some time to get it outside and finish it without being in the shop and finishing <laughs> it. This might work for that. You know, totally, or, yeah. or it's got to dry or all kinds of there's all kinds of reasons I can think of to do this. Um, if you're trying to permanently extend your building, uh, it may not be such a hot idea just because, you know, the canvas can rip and, you know, stuff can break and <laughs> it's not good. But uh, for a temporary situation, I'd say this is totally viable. For is it like high things. buck? Does it cost much more than a tent or an awning or something? <laughs> well, it's not. 
high buck, but it ain't cheap either. A uh, couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, you're you're looking at uh, a significant investment to get price of a nice miter saw. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like well, not like a festool or something like that. But I said I, nice. Okay, yeah, you're not, not extravagant, talking, not stupid with two O's. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say you could get a moderately priced uh, miter saw for what it would cost to to do some of this. Now, if you you want to do like a a Houston Superdome or something like that, then this is not going to work. But And I can hear the people saying now, and you and your moderately priced miter saw can get rained on, you <laughs> dumb bastard. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to be under my tent. Yeah. But uh, it is a good idea um, for for this. It's it's large enough that you can actually get equipment under there if you need to and, and do some work. Uh, you can put holes in them, and they, I know some of them come with holes and everything, where you can vent the stuff out and or or vent stuff. I, I in totally and stuff could like see that. that. You know, if you're if you're in a small space and you need a little extra to get a project done, yeah, even if it's for a day or two or, or maybe even half a week or something like that, this is not out of the the realm of possibility. You know, and you can take it down and put it somewhere else. You know, which one, helps. One crazy thing about about shop space to me is whenever you think. I don't have enough shop space to get this project done. I just, oh, I'm not doing that because I just don't have enough shop space. And then some guy will come along. Do it in a one-car garage. Yeah, that's half all full the of tools. His, yeah, yeah, family's crap. Right, and tools and everything else, and he'll produce a space shuttle. Right. You know? Right, and, and he'll just find a way because he really wants to do it, and it reminds you that... You're being stupid. That if you really wanted to do it, you'd find a way to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Uh, so... And it goes cool. all, and it goes all the way to the guys who who build a, a five car garage shop. It doesn't have a mode of dust. It's it's most beautiful it's laid out and everything, used. and it's never done anything except build the shop. You know? <laughs> I uh, know more people than like that than you could possibly imagine. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty proud. I, I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. You know, I do that every once in a while. But my shop is functional. I do do stuff in it. You know, you know? it was really rough. My dad uh, wanted for years to have shop he did things in small shops forever i mean when i was a kid yeah my dad too yeah, yeah. oh i know yeah um, when i was a kid we had a we had a a, a little two-car garage normal kind of you know yeah little house and uh he had a <laughs> wouldn't full, know anything about that he had a full yeah he had a full uh metal and wood shop in it and and you had to work to get around and you had to move tools to use them and it was a bitch but but he had everything and he could do everything and he did yeah. a lot mm-hmm. i mean a lot he made a good a chunk of his living doing things out of that shop, and yeah. I got cool stuff out of it when I was a kid, and uh, it was really cool. But you know, he wanted later in life to build a big shop, and he and he did eventually. He built a forty by forty building, but you know, he got sick, and he never really got to use it much before he died, which was a bummer. That blows. It is because he uh, he hated people who did what you're talking about who just yeah. spent all their time on the gear and never did anything with it and i think sometimes it got to him that when he got sick at the end that he felt like he was becoming one of those people mm. and he'd go out there and do something anyway it'd be <laughs> stupid but he'd go do something you know he had some friends that were like that and i i, I do not respect that mm-hmm. you know i respect the guy who does something more than the guy who doesn't no matter what they have yeah doing projects is always cooler than Sitting and looking at the gear. Yes. You know, yes, absolutely. Without or, fail. Or drooling over it or looking at the catalogs or uh, laying out your shop for the 43rd time or. Yeah. And I'm not saying that this stuff is bad in and of itself. Look, if I've it laid out my shop about 700 times, you know, in yeah. your head. And, and But but if it's supplanting yeah. doing the work, that's bad. Yeah. That's that's all 
you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it, I respect a lot more of the guy who says, well, I don't have that. I got 50 bucks. I need four tools. I'm going to get these because that's what I can afford. And I'm going to do the project, you know, because enough of this money is going to be saved. I'll have enough to do something with it. <laughs> that is cool. And when all life winds up where you don't get your shop or your shop doesn't work out or, you you know, you still can do things. So, yeah. Anyway. That's awesome. Ramble mode off. Uh, let's see here. Hot or not, Rotozip flip bit. Uh, these are a little, first of all, I'm a little, and I know there's tons of uses for it, <laughs> all right, but I'm a little light on using the Rotozip because I just, I guess I don't do the things that the Rotozip is good for. I have always gotten the feeling, and I hope that you'll call in and tell me if I'm an idiot about this because I probably am, but I have, as far as I can tell, the RotoZip is really a pro tool, meaning that if you do certain things a lot, it will really make your life better. Yeah. Um, but for the, the DIYer, it is not in your cards. I mean, if you want to know what it is, the easy way to describe it is it's a big-ass Dremel. Mm-hmm. You know, with a different shape and a whole lot more fittings. Well, it's got and a it can shoe do, on it. And, right. You know, it's, right. it's got a whole bunch of stuff. But it's a very fast-spinning uh, device designed to hold uh, hold tools kind of like a Dremel. The most the the thing I've seen it used effectively for was to cut holes in in a uh, uh, in drywall. Yeah, you know because you know the guys that um, that do the little mark where where it'll be, and then just wall over it completely. Mm-hmm. And then you can uh, they make a bit for the for the roto zip that has a little roller in the right place. And you can just punch it through the wall and then just run over to the edge and a little roller runs around the inside of your box. Nice. You can just cut the box right out. I, that's how they do it in in houses, I understand. Quick and build stuff. You I know? know plumbers use the crap out of it to cut holes for faucets. And, oh, yeah. And See, that would make sense, and, too. And all that kind of thing. So, I mean, I know that's what it's used for, and I know that's what a lot of people do with it. I just don't do a whole lot of that. And what I do do... I, I use uh, like a jigsaw or, or something else, and it works fine. I mean, I we we've had a rotozip in the shop before. I mean, yeah. we, I mean, See, it's, it works. It does. That's what one it's of the things to. I love about Toolmonger, though, because before Toolmonger, you know, if I hadn't come across it in my own travels, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Right. I love hearing about these when people tell you, "Look, this is what I do with it." You know. Mm-hmm. So, I would be interested in 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 which of you are using the rotozip, listeners. Right. And what you're doing with it. Yeah. it's it, There are as many uses for this thing as there are for a Dremel, which are a lot. It's just I don't seem to use it that way. And I use the Dremel a ton. Well, yeah, because know? it's just I, – I said it's like a big Dremel. It's a totally different use tool. Right. But, I mean, it's an easy way to explain it. it yeah. Like. I mean, it's about the same motion, same action, and, and uh, it's – you know. So what does the flip bit do? Uh. I don't know. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see we've we've prepped heavily for this, this yeah. first episode back. No. I lo- I read the post and uh I, I get it. It 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 essentially reconfigures, I think, to keep you from having to swap a tool. But I'll admit it was a little lost on me. Did I understand what it did? Yes. Did I understand why you would need that? Uh not quite. But hopefully readers will tell us. Yeah. Number three. Uh, no, that was number three. Number two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Prepped. On it. Super heavy. 
Okay, uh, this one is the overpriced center finder. And uh, this, uh, I, I agree that it's overpriced. All right. And, and you could probably, and several uh, uh, readers commented that you could make your own. Also true. However, finding the center of boards or, or things like this is never too expensive. All right. <laughs> if you need to find the center, and there is a tool that will for sure fire without fail, find the center for you. It is not overpriced. All right. It's, <laughs> this is important. No, okay. what's overpriced is jacking up a piece of stock by doing something to it when you've mismeasured. Yes, that's stupid. <laughs> that's also very expensive, especially if you're working with some kind of wood or metal, or, or metal that is not cheap, like, <laughs> let's say, one-inch walnut. Um, if you, do I sense an experience coming on? Here? Oh yeah, it was great. I was. <laughs> I, didn't, I think I know what you're talking about too. So. I didn't have a lot of it, and I'm like, all right, look, I, I need to, I need to figure out how this is going to work. I'm going to put this back on this thing, and I'm going to, I'll wrap it around the edges and all that. And I didn't have a lot of walnut. I had one board that I was cutting up really carefully to get a lot of stock, right? And I cut my first piece, and I was going to rabbit it out, and I mismeasured the center. And uh, it was it, it got to the point where it started to chip and crack and everything because I went too far off to one side with the router bit, and uh, I just ruined like the whole eight, piece, eight bucks worth of walnut, and I didn't have a whole lot to start with, and I'm like, and, and you, you want to get mad, and you just want to throw it and everything, but first of all, it's walnut to go right through the drywall, and second, it's, yes, it will. You know, that's heavy. <laughs> yes, you know, it and, is. And, uh, you know, second, you're like, you know, I did this. This was my fault. I'll find I'll just put it over here. I'll find another way to use it. Now, had I measured carefully. Make pencil sets out of it or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll do something, you know. Line, I mean, we'll the, go to line a very small piece of the garden with it. <laughs> it's one by three, you know, one by three by about two and change feet, you know. So <laughs> it's it's not useless now, but it's Close. It was useless for what I was using it for. So anyway, um, yeah. Finding the center uh, would have been a lot better. Now, I wound up tacking the box on the back because I was so pissed. You know, I, I was like, screw it. I'm not going to wrap it anything. I'm just going to nail it on the back. So how much is this thing? Uh, you know, it's it's more than you might want to pay for it. I mean, it's it, somewhere, depending on what Google yeah, right, sure. thing you get, it's anywhere from 15 to 50 bucks. Okay, now wait. Okay. You know? I, I can see overpriced maybe meaning you can you could make your own. I get that. Right. Okay. But I mean two hundred bucks, yeah, come on. Yeah. You know, in, in, unless you're building a super collider and that beam's just gotta be in exactly the right place or something. Right. Come on. But but uh you know, fifteen even fifty bucks, you know, you spend fifty bucks taking your family out to dinner. Yeah. Eat at home <laughs> and stop wasting the walnut. Exactly, and, <laughs> no, and there are not. retail places where you can find it for you know something extraordinary like ninety, you know, ninety five and stuff. But not nobody's going to do that <laughs> unless you're stupid. Nobody's going to do that. So uh, you, you can get it. It is a little over. You know, it's it's a piece, a couple pins with a bar in the middle of it, and a pencil sticking through the middle. So you wrap a bar in each end at, a, at an angle and run it along and. You, That's you, cool. You See, I actually, you know, I think that would be awesome to have. And yes, you could make your own, but if you're too lazy, buy one because that's just also cool. if you're slightly off, um, you know, it, it it could be bad. It could pay for itself quickly, is what you're saying. Yeah, it, it could pay for itself quickly. So, 
Uh, it's and if you made your own, and two you to were, four cuts, and yeah. you would have paid for it. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Also, if you make your own and you're, I don't know, an a eighth of an off, inch off, that could be a problem. Yeah, too. so uh, that's, a lot that of problems. Uh, so this this might be worth it. You know, uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool, and honestly, even recently, I, I could have found a use for it. So that's uh, for whatever it's worth. Very cool. Number one. Number one. And this one I have caught a bunch of crap over, but it's been <laughs> worth it. Uh, how to replace a shower faucet cartridge. What kind of crap. I, I started reading. I mean, I had like 20 comments on which is awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it was at 25 last but, I mean, what kind of crap were you getting? Uh, well, you know, you get the occasional email. You know, people write it, and, and it's funny because there's two types or two groups of people who normally comment right. on this stuff. There's the people who are on the – who – post on the the or comment on the post itself who have stuff to say and everything and sometimes they'll rib you and sometimes they won't and that's fun mm-hmm. uh it's the the emails where they they <laughs> don't want to do it publicly they just want to you know shout at you for a while uh that and make themselves feel good that's that's funny but what kind of crap are they giving you it worked well yeah the i got two things uh that that people were upset about one is the i shut the water off at at the street yeah i always do that you know uh, first of all I know where my my house water cutoff is. A, I I don't like to dig in the yard that much because it's like half buried and and I know where mine is too. And there's always about a foot. I don't know, maybe like seven inches of water in it. Yeah, and it's like it's like uh, it's like one of those torture games. Stick your hand in the box. We're not going to tell you what's in it. What is it from? Do the gold Jabbar? Exactly. Exactly. It's like stick your hand in that water and see if there's a a snake, b a frog, c a some spider. really nasty goop, <laughs> d a spider. Yeah, it's like I don't want to do that. Yeah, the city one is better. You know? Yeah, the city one at least gets checked every month, and they <laughs> right. they open it every once in a while. It's it's mode. It's out. Of the, you know where it is. It's got a nice big brass cover on it. It's like, look, you want to turn yours off somewhere else? By all means. Yeah. The key here, turn your water yeah, off. Yeah, I had a sewer key, or or as they said at the big box, they're like, oh, we, we can't sell sewer keys here because that's city property, but we have a meter key. And I'm like, what is that? You know? I mean, if it, it looks if just they like didn't a sewer key, one, you yeah. could just weld a little piece of metal on another one. It worked fine. Oh, hell, you could use a screwdriver yeah, right. if you they wanted to. Them. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're like, here, this is a meter key. I'm like, yeah, all right, that's the same thing, you know. This is a while back, and uh, it took me a while to find it this time, but uh, it was when with the Christmas decorations, which is where I would have looked for it immediately. I would have thought of it because (laughs) last time I needed it, it Christmas Day, three years ago, (laughs) Christmas Day. Oh, it was great, you know. uh, I had an ice sculpture in my front yard from where the pipe burst, and it's awesome. It froze overnight. (laughs) Look out, I'm like, the hell is that? Oh, uh -oh." son of a bitch. You know, and the screaming from the bathroom because the missus couldn't uh, couldn't take a shower. So yeah, it was great. Um, but uh, I got crap uh, for shutting it off at the street, which is okay, totally fair, fine, easy. Whatever. You know? Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is uh, the the cartridges, or you know, replacing the cartridge itself. Well, not everybody has that cartridge. I'm, I'm well, duh. You know, <laughs> of course, not everyone has that cartridge. Okay, number one, there's a Lowe's and Home Depot near you. Yeah. One of them probably carries your cartridge. Yeah. Seriously, because there are like a three. zillion houses around that area that have the same cartridge in it. Yeah, and there's and they know three manufacturers fail. who deal with it. You and know, you make like, money by carrying things that people are going to need. Yes. 
So they probably have one. Go to one close because the people who built your house probably built the other 20 around it and probably put the same damn one in it. And they probably stock it at the store near you. Yeah. Number two, if they got theirs from a supply house, you can get yours from the same supply house. Call around. <laughs> it's 90% not that hard of the to time. Find. If you call and say, I need a whatever, whatever, yours was a mowing or something. Yeah, wasn't it's it? a mowing. Yeah. Mine's different. I can't remember what mine is, but I really No, it's it a mowing. Is it? Yeah. It, we have a different type of cartridge, but it is a mowing. Oh, it's just the, there are only two, I think. Right. You've got the long, skinny one, and I, I got do. the short, fat one. Uh, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, the point is, you can get your cartridge easily, cheaply, locally. Yeah. I was expecting that people were going to give you the, you need to use the special tool crap. Yeah, I'm not using a special tool. <laughs> I got news for you. The plumber that fixed mine that first time, and I, I, I have admitted this to the, uh, I, I forget, I've admitted this to the staff around the office, but I haven't publicly yet. The $250 that he's talking about was from me. Yeah, I didn't want it, to out it, you. It, that's that okay. One. I'll add it. <laughs> Screw it. Maybe it'll save somebody else some cash. Neither of us knew about the cartridge thing. Right. You know, we hadn't really owned houses for a long time or no. ever. Never. And and, and I haven't owned the ones we do for an incredibly long time. So, you know, uh, not long enough for a shower to sit long enough without in a guest room or something that, right. that it freezes up. Um, so when it stopped, a couple of mine stopped working. I was like, the ones we don't use, of course. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh. I was scared to death. It was like a problem with pipes or something. So I called an actual plumber, you know. And because uh, you really don't want to screw that stuff up. Yeah. And if you if you do do it the wrong way, it, it can be bad. And he came over and figured it out and wanted like nine hundred dollars to do a couple of them. And I'm like, dude, no. I'm not doing that, but I will pay you to do one of them if you'll give me a deal that's not, you know, a screw you deal. Right. He's like, all right, fine. You know, I think he I, my attitude is, you know, you call somebody out. You don't just send them on their way unless they're complete you know, dickheads or something. Right. And he wasn't. So I paid him to do one. It cost me 250 bucks altogether. I watched, you know, he didn't like that, but didn't <laughs> deal with it, you know? And uh, he used a pair of pliers. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I used the little uh, spacer thing that came in it uh, that I was like, all right, you know, because basically there's this tab that has to rotate out and that, that turns it clockwise and pushes it out the faucet. Right. In theory. Now, it yeah, can be, but they stick. They stick. Yeah. You got to get some of, force on them. They make a tool to do that. Right. And I didn't have the tool, you know, the special plumber tool and all that. Kind Neither of did thing. the plumber is you what know, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was sure that you were going to get crap. Use the special tool. I'm like, okay, look, the plumber didn't use the special tool. <laughs> I am not going to use the special tool. On the other hand, uh, be aware that if you, when you pull on it, if you yank and pull and and such, and you break one of the fittings on the back of it, you have a problem. Yeah, because you are about to, you have just committed yourself to some at minimum knocking out some tile and knocking out some drywall and fixing that particular thing before you can turn the water back on. Mm-hmm. And you've committed yourself to some drywall and tile work before you can use your shower again. Uh, so. You know, careful and slow is like are the words of the day. Yeah, and with plumbing, always remember if you are in over your head or you think you are in over your head, call the plumber call and pay them. The plumber, and for God's sake, don't don't whine about the fact that they charge like you know a reasonable rate for doing the job because I know how much you love to do your plumbing work. Well, guess what? They're not exactly huge fans either. Yeah, they deal with your. <laughs> crap literally uh, <laughs> literally literally for a living so so yeah these these men earn their money um totally uh, don't don't uh and there are some 
you know, just like anything else, there are some bad ones, there are some good ones and everything. But generally speaking, uh, they'll they give you a fair deal. And if they don't, then, uh, you know, send yeah. them on their way. Yeah. You know? But anyway, you know what it is. Treat the pros right. Call them when you need them and treat them right. Yeah. But uh, there are some things you can do yourself. And keep this an eye is out. one of yeah, them. Yeah, this is one of them. Keep an eye out for those things because they'll save you a bunch of money. Yeah. And and I I would be willing to bet that you just saved some people some serious cash because they're gonna get the oh my god it's not full hot uh oh I need a heater I needed this I need I, my pipes are screwed like I was and uh, and they're gonna do it yeah this one went from uh, okay to like when you turn it to hot nothing came out it was like sure, and yeah, turning right, the faucet exactly. off and I'm like oh no but you knew it because I know, saw, I'm yeah. like well I've seen this before where have I seen it oh wait you know, I bet you that's the problem Chuck suffered through that yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> all I gotta that do moron. is figure out which one I got <laughs> so instead of 250 it was 38 but that's not too bad nice. not too bad for this week a rant a rant yeah i know me never say it is it no. so never i i am a big fan of the basic flashlight this is true i have seen so many flashlights and i'm not i'm not saying that every specialty flashlight is garbage they're nice yeah you know one of our top flashlights in in our top five or four or ten or whatever the hell it was i can't remember yeah uh, the rest of which is coming out in the next couple of weeks was some of the more specialty lights, mm-hmm. you know, because there are certain ones like the Stanley that stands up, and I like the little bitty version of it. You, mm-hmm. you're a fan of the big one. I like I the am. little one even better because it fits perfectly behind your stereo. <laughs> you know, when you're like fussing around behind the damn TV and you can't see anything, mm-hmm. and you can put that little stand and bend it around. That's cool. But, but when it comes down to it, my favorite flashlight, and I'll just give it away here, is actually the new Milwaukee. Uh, M12 series LED. It is by far uh, the you know that you talk you see people talking oh it's a revolution in flash this isn't a revolution but it's damn close. You know what's funny is that it's it's the best kind. It's like it's a it there's a lot of technological work that actually went into making this flashlight mm-hmm. that you don't care about because it's just a good flashlight because it works. It's shaped like a cylinder. That you hold like a like a two two D plastic flashlight back in the day, mm-hmm. you know it's a flashlight. It's not like you know it doesn't have thirty two LEDs. It a light chainsaw combo bend around. It doesn't have a radio in it. You know, yeah. it's just a flashlight. But the trick of it is, is that they've got a single exceeding, <clears throat> excuse me, exceedingly bright LED in it. Like don't look at it bright. Mm-hmm. It will hurt you <clears throat> badly. You'll be looking at the flashlight for days, <laughs> and then there's this uh, there's this really funky looking reflector reflector, and the reflector they actually used some computer software that's been around for a number of years. They that that's used commonly to create headlights and taillights for vehicles. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but on most modern cars, yeah, they got some funky looking reflector. Oh yeah, going and they on. work. Yeah, I mean they kick the crap out of those old seal beam garbage things that you had back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. I mean they shine a, a perfect pattern, you know, without gaps in it, 
and and make the most use of the power. And that's what this thing does. It has a bunch of, if you can imagine, the the reflector is not curved. Instead, it's made up of little facets, and they vary in size and in the uh, in the shape of the panel in the facet. They they some of them are a little bit more. Uh, convex than others and so on. The result of which is that when you turn this thing on, you get this circular pattern that is very bright all the way to the edge mm-hmm. and has no hole in the middle of it, like a normal bulb would. Yeah, it's insane. It is. It's just, it's it's crazy. And it doesn't suffer from the same problem that a lot of LEDs like uh, suffer from, which is, you know, they don't really project very far. True. And this one does. Right. I mean, seriously, it's it projects stupid far. And it's and we were uh, the first time we ever saw it, we were sitting in a very high ceiling room. Uh, it's probably about 20 feet and and this dude kicked it on, put it on the floor, and it produced about a 10-foot circle on the ceiling that was perfectly lit with yeah. no hole in it. Yeah, and you can point it at the back room, almost fifty feet away, and there was enough to see walking around. Right. You can point it on something close to you, and it'll it'll shoot enough light to light up if you're under the car. You know, if you're again behind the stereo, if mm-hmm. you're like whatever. I mean, it's brighter than a normal. It, it's shaped like a normal flashlight, like you expect it to be. It's brighter than a normal flashlight. It projects farther than a normal flashlight, and the battery lasts longer. Oh than yeah, a flashlight. Oh, yeah, it lasts for a long time. Of course, it's the, the M12 lithium-ion series. You right. Know? So it's going to last for a while, and it keeps a charge. All good things. And, oh, yeah, and the head, you can bend it 90 degrees. Right. You know, I, but uh, that's The, that's the part that, that I found fascinating is the first time we ever saw it, you know, it was at a, uh, you know, product, it was at one of the uh, Milwaukee yeah, events. one of the Milwaukee yeah. events and everything, and uh, the, uh, the <laughs> manager of the, uh, of the line... That. Says, you know, it's pretty sturdy, and everybody's like, "Yeah, drop it." He's like, oh, "I'll do better than that," and chucked it to the yeah, back like 40 of a fifty feet to the back of the room, yeah, and it bounces bounced around. The, yeah, bounced off the wall and everything. Just chucked it, and then you know, the and then the uh, one of the guys standing at the back threw it back to him. You know, and it, it bounces, bounces around, around the floor. floor, clicks it on, and it works just fine. I am telling you, I it it it, it pisses me off that this hasn't seen more coverage in in in. Uh, tool magazines and sites and stuff because we thought for sure it would well and that's the thing it it doesn't look fancy you look at it it looks like a flashlight right you know the problem is is it's not flashy it's just good yeah very good it just works like like a flashlight is supposed to work and here's the rant okay it kind of pisses me off that these guys who put all this engineering work into this flashlight that is an awesome piece of gear i would actually buy this thing in a kit with a couple of light batteries and a charger just to have the flashlight. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine saying that? When's the last time you said that about any tool line? Right. Normally, the flashlight is that thing they give you so it can be a four-tool set instead of three. Mm-hmm. You know? That's not true. We said that about the PS20, but that's about the only other thing I can think of that we would have gotten a line for. Oh, no. I mean a flashlight. Oh, no. Never a flashlight. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I mean, there are tools. Yeah. There are, there are many tools where I would buy it alone. Yeah. You know, and screw the rest of the line. But I mean, in this case, I buy would the buy the, the light. flashlight <laughs> by itself. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, because we've had probably 40 flashlights in here in the last couple of years. The problem is a lot of them are kind of crappy. 
and don't, they are. don't really provide the things that they say that they're going to do, which is, you know, I don't really care how many lumens, how many, you know, what candle power yeah, it has. If it doesn't work the way I need it to work, it's not a good light. I don't care where it came from. For a from. general purpose flashlight, which, let's face it, is what you're hoping to get as as a flashlight with a cordless tool line. Right. You know, you're not looking for a specialty light. You're looking for a flashlight. Mm-hmm. You know, it needs to project well, no gaps in it, reasonably bright, runs a reasonably long time, you know, is comfortable and easy to use, and is sturdy. Yeah. That's it. This is all of those things in spades. Yeah. And and a bunch of guys I know because we met them when we went to the event at at Milwaukee put a lot of effort into figuring it out. They didn't just make another damn flashlight, which would have been easy. They went out and busted their ass and built the most badass flashlight I have seen. And got zero recognition, zero recognition for, it. for it. I mean, the the people at the company don't push it because I mean nobody would believe them. Yeah. You know, you have to kind of have one of these things to know how it is and to realize how freaking cool it is. And, and of course, you know, most magazines, newspapers, and... Went, oh, and yeah, it's a flashlight. Like, oh, it's a flashlight, what does it whatever. Do? No, it works. That's what it does, you know. Well, no, it's <laughs> no, going to do something. No, really. It, yeah, it I know. It works, a, you know. Well, does it bend? Does it do this? Is there some crazy new... No, it's a good flashlight, you know? <laughs> Yes, it's crazy new. It works. I think I think that making a very good tool doesn't have to do anything new. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to have some new metal in it. It doesn't have to have some crazy new technology. If you design a very, very, very good tool, you design you deserve recognition for that. Mm -hmm. You know? My favorite of the guys are like, Whoa, it doesn't outshine a mag light. No, it kicks the crap out of a mag light. It does, it does. It does. It smokes the mag. Now, I have a mag light, I but I got news. I'm not buying another one as long as yeah. I got this. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's... Maybe I don't even lend to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't even use mine, you know, except for, like, this one's car smaller. defense, you know? <laughs> it's just big enough that you can hold it comfortably, mm-hmm. you know? I'm I'm impressed. This yeah. is... I, I really feel like these guys deserve kudos for it. And, uh, and, and screw all the people who are just ignoring it, because... There's something flashier that, you know, somebody can say is can claim is newer in some way or another because it has some little gizmo on it. Yeah, the, this isn't gimmicky. There there are no gimmicks on this. There's no frills. There's no it's just so rugged that it, you know what I liken it to. It's sort of like when they finally figured out fuel injection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And totally. And what you mean. Just went away. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is like that except nobody's figured it out yet. Yeah. It's so yeah, yeah. much better and it's going to be all over so quickly when people figure it out that it's it's going to make your head spin but but they just haven't gotten there and yet. See, to me, the mark of good engineering, and I'm not saying that other places don't, other engineers, because we've met, we've been lucky enough to get to meet engineers at a number of tool companies. Mm-hmm. And they really do, all of them, sit around trying to figure out how to make a better tool for you. Yeah. Even when they don't succeed, these guys are, are the people- Trying like hell to make it go. You should love them, yeah. seriously, because they're the ones that, that, that put the effort in. And, and you never remember- their successes, you always remember their mistakes. <laughs> it's true. So it's, it's kind of tough. It's so true. I, but I got to tell you, I mean, the fact that these guys sat around and said, you know what would be really cool is if there wasn't a hole in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if if there, we're, we're using an LED, we shouldn't have to have a hole in the middle of it. You know? 
<laughs> and yes, you can you can retrofit your your mag light with an LED, but it still has a hole in the middle of it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but you can focus it. And I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Because this one provides enough coverage over the wide. That you don't have to focus it's it. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not bright in the middle and like fading out toward the outside. It's, it's bright a circle. All the way to the edge. <laughs> From the center to the edge, it's equally bright and it's brighter than a mag light. And you're yeah. like, and it's white too, yeah. which is kind of cool. That's the other thing about LEDs is they can, and, and they were telling us about this at, at the, when they presented it. Right. Uh, apparently, you know, you, you could buy these things from all over and the technology has really come a long way. And uh, they had this cool little board that they passed around that had like, you know, 40 of them on it. Mm-hmm. And you could see what all the different ones did. Once the first two or three people blinded themselves, you know, you were, <laughs> you learned to put your thumb over the white one. And <laughs> on. But, but they picked one that's very, very white, which is cool. It's, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm singing the praises of this thing. You know, you owe it to yourself to check this flashlight out because nobody's going to tell you about it because it it doesn't have like, you know, some cool, like obvious feature on the outside of it. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it doesn't have the the gimmicks. It doesn't have, you know, cool looking TPR all over it. And, <laughs> uh, I mean, a little bit, but, you know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't. I mean, it's it's. It's not uh, sponsored by anybody, you know. It doesn't have anybody's uh, demon soul trapped inside it. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't do some probably of the, the, the poor main... guy that designed it and is getting no credit. <laughs> exactly. His demon soul is trapped inside it. But, but... Uh, it it just works really, really well, and it's reasonably priced, and you can find it almost everywhere. And it's on a line that, of tools that people use. This is a win in every measure of the category, big time, and. It it kind of makes you well, and me too a little peeved that uh, yeah. people aren't recognizing. The that. other thing, as part of the same rant that I want to respond to, are some of the comments on our on our earlier flashlights. One of the other flashlights that we put out is one of our our favorites is what we like to call the vampire light. Oh, the vampire light! It's a, I love that thing. It's a black decker light that uh, has a a very large lead acid battery in the bottom of it. The and, power of uh, Christ compels you. <laughs> Sean does that every time he turns it on. It's awesome. <laughs> it actually has a trigger guard, which is good because it's, it's really serious bright. too. But this thing is one of those ones where when you need a lot of light, you yeah. know, like we used it to f- drop a, p- a pin for a, a for a, a trailer hitch receiver, you know. Oh, and it was dead dark yeah, and, it's and like, it was a new moon and you turn it know, all you... on and you could see it and it was good and found it we i use it on the grill all the time honestly and and i'm never i'm not saying that this is the flashlight for everybody you know there are many situations this would be a thoroughly crappy flashlight and a waste of time you know? but you know what for certain situations it's the bomb and i stand right behind everyone it doesn't run long enough well what do you want it to run like four hours you can't have a light like the sun for four hours, unless you're going to carry around a battery backpack. Okay. Exactly. You know, this one, unlike the little one that a lot of people were saying they had, uh, you can actually set it to run one or both of the lights, mm-hmm. which is cool. And uh, it also has a uh, LED on it, if I'm not, or two LEDs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you can tell when it's going to, when it needs to be charged. And you've got a little, um, a nice little 12 uh, uh, volt outlet too mm-hmm. that you can make use of, so you can charge your phone if you're screwed or something. But I, I never use any of that. I plug it in. Oh, I love the the chargers built into it. Yeah, because I always lose those things. Yeah, you just plug a regular power cord in the back. Uh-huh, of you it just take your you take your extension cord and plug it in the back of it. Yeah, you know it's awesome. Like the uh, like that husky uh, uh, jump starter. Yeah, same thing. You know, exactly. you just plug it in the back. And uh, I'm a big fan, so I, I feel your pain if you got one and it only lasts three or four minutes with the power of whatever, you know, when you turn it on. 
And uh, I'm sorry, mine lasts quite a long time. Using it on the grill, it lasts months. I think we did a test uh, at one point where we just uh, zip stripped the the trigger <laughs> open or closed and uh, left it there for a little while. And uh, I think it ran for about 45 minutes. See, that to me is like way more than uh, you would need. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. Of, and it stores forever. I mean, we kept that thing for a year before it. we had to charge it again. Which is crazy because the SLA should drop before that. But I think it was because we were using it. On the grill, mostly. Yeah. You know, you and you only use it for couple, 10 seconds yeah, at a time. Yeah, a couple seconds and check the meat. And... But I did have to finally charge it. Yeah. Which oh. is funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Bummer. But, yeah, but another one of our favorites. So there's my rant. I, I just had to throw it out there. to my attention and then we did a post or you did a post about it uh stanley and black and decker oh man this is huge this is a large deal that i think is going to affect the way tools are brought to market and how tools are made and and that kind of thing here for the next couple of years actually uh stanley basically purchased the the majority hold of black and decker which black and decker isn't just Black and Decker. Black and Decker is a big damn company, and they have Porter Cable, Dewalt, yeah, Delta. I think is, yep. is in that in that yep. category. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that just went down. Now, uh, a lot of people have speculated that oh, they just bought them for this or that, and, and really, honestly, it could be true. It could be true, and they probably are. Companies trade and and buy and sell other smaller companies uh, like water here in the last uh, 10, 20 years. But the big thing is Stanley now has uh, at their disposal some of the biggest horsepower in power tools, woodworking tools, yeah, bench top. hand tools, yeah. bench tops yeah. available the in the market today. Uh, they they have plus fittings and some security stuff and some other stuff. Too, yeah, I mean, know, you're, and when you're talking about DeWalt also, uh, you know, Stanley owns boss stitch and dewalt has their pneumatic line and everything else like that now they are not uh uh hitachi and and or you know any of the the yeah i know what you're saying but but this can substantially i mean a lot of people are making plays for the pneumatic market now i mean you saw bosch come out this year with their their full force system yep um and i know boss stitch and and uh the guys at stanley are, are tooling up for some cool stuff too this has just you know keep your eyes open for this because they're getting all of those patents they're getting all of that that name brand that recognition the oh, tooling the, the you know the rights to manufacture the the you know manufacturing Big this time. is this is not a small deal and it's going to affect the way you see tools and buy tools in the future and i don't care if you're a a a homeowner who knows you know squat about working on your stuff a DIYer, uh, you know, a, a DIYer semi-pro, uh, a remodeler, a pro in a builder, 
a I don't care what you do if you do things with tools this is going to this affect, is going to affect you. you yeah and and it's going to be a huge deal where it will go uh, nobody can say now I I would venture nobody in these companies can say yet I mean yeah. they're still figuring out how it's going to work but I think it's important to note too that the that the brands that that Black and Decker held and that now Stanley will Stanley Works will be wielding these are not brands like Rockwell for example that uh, once were made uh, by you know a, a single right. company and then right. and then became intellectual property essentially mm-hmm. you know that the designs the Harley and, and then eventually the, yeah. yeah the name was for sale and and that's not a bad I'm not I'm not putting those people down or anything but this is not that kind of thing uh, we have companies that have made huge names for themselves uh, now right now right. You know, if you think about a company that really didn't make power tools for the most part, I mean, you could argue they do to a little extent, but yeah. come on. But generally speaking, the power tool in the market was not <clears throat> right. a yellow and black uh, hallmark uh, for Stanley, you know? No, it's, no. But, and then all of a sudden they're getting DeWalt, say what you will, very popular brand. Uh, Porter Cable, holy crap. Yeah. Delta. I mean, Delta. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. I mean, I mean it's like, it, it's like these are, these are premier brands. Yeah. You know, and at least in, in. I would venture to say that most of our listeners, you know, have heard of them, uh, have had one or would like to have one or have have been involved with them, you know. So, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, We did a little post a while back that was kind of fun. Uh, You know, was was that Harry Sawyer that wrote the 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 five products kind of tongue in cheek? I don't remember. I think it was. He's a good guy. He uh, he he wrote this little post about. Uh, you know, five products that could come from it. And he, it was tongue in cheek and he was kind of having fun by putting together, kind of mashing up some of the the more gimmicky tools on both sides, mm-hmm. you know. And <clears throat> and it was funny, good good post. But it got us to thinking, you know, about what we might imagine. We wrote that post a while back. Um, and I'm I'm just fascinated. I think my favorite of all of that stuff that I would really like to see happen is I would like to see a mid-range power tool brand Something that's kind of in the market with, say, Ryobi, mm-hmm. the new Ryobi. Right. But with the Green, quality. Green, blue. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But with the quality that's available, um, that's available from these, these brands that they've brought in and the QA and the, uh, you know, and, and the research process and everything that Stanley has demonstrated. I would love to see something like that. And I'd love to see it for sale. I hate to say it at Walmart. Because there are a lot of people that are going to places like that to buy tools. And their selection has has changed for the better in the last few years, but has always been somewhat limited, especially in power tools. Yeah. And I I just imagine, yeah, there's still room for those Black & Decker, you know, use them a couple of times a year lines. But there's, there is big room for a, an affordable, basic power tool set that would I think would be awesome with the Stanley name on it. I really can't disagree with that, but uh here's here's my logic and it's about the same as yours. If you if you think about it, and we've met the guys at, at Stanley. Sure. And these yeah. are a sharp group of guys and 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 women Indeed. too. And uh, it's these folks live, eat, sleep and breathe tools and try and make them better and figure out what well, now. You have just given them not like a couple more bullets in the gun, but <laughs> a daisy a cutter. Gun, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. you've given them a Gatling right. gun here, and if you've ever if you've been to Walmart in the last I don't know six months, 
year or something like that. You'll notice that the Walmart tool aisle has two sides. The right side <laughs> is Stanley, and the left side is Black & Decker. <laughs> now, now it's one side. <laughs> both of those sides now reside in the same house, all right? They have so much control over... Uh, and, and if there's one thing Stanley's really good at is identifying where their strengths are, what needs to be improved on, and what people, I mean, they haven't, you know, we've talked about the discovery team before, uh, both on the blog and on the, uh, uh, on the cast. These are people who dedicate a significant portion of their lives to making sure they understand what people want. And now you have them delivering a delivery mechanism in Walmart of all places that is going to be basically a direct line to the people. Yeah. This is not going to be a small deal. And it, it may take a little while to ramp up and, and you may see them sell off this or this brand or, or whatever, or mash up together some stuff or try some things that are weird. But honestly, it's coming and it's going to be, and it's going to be real subtle when they start doing it, but it's going to be monstrously powerful. And I'm kind of excited to see what they do. You know, whether I'm like a huge Walmart fan or not, I love the idea I mean, regardless, I love the idea of reasonably priced quality tools available to the general public because it just makes you sad when you see like one of your neighbors out trying to do something. With and a he, tool that is not going to do gonna it. Not going to do the job, yeah. you know, and you're just like, damn. And you know that he went to some place because it's all, you know, it's where he went. And he, he tried, he or she tried to get something that would do the job. And it, it just makes... I can't help but be happy about the concept of seeing reasonable quality tools available to a larger group of people. You know, let's face it, Sears has kind of held that for a while. Uh, for a very long time. You know, yeah. and uh, uh, I would, we really need to do a test. We've been talking about doing this for a long time, and quite honestly, the logistics have, have bit us in the ass. You know, we've talked about taking some uh, some of the, the Stanley wrenches, the inexpensive ones, mm -hmm. and some of the, you know, the Craftsman ones, and and uh, push them to failure and seeing what the differences are. Problem is we keep breaking our rigs. That's right. Twice we've we've went out of the way to make a rig to do it. And uh, quite honestly, you get to some extreme torque and you break the rig. Right. And uh, <laughs> the tools are hardened. <laughs> both of the tools <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> were stronger than the rig, you know? <laughs> which maybe says something. I would love to do that. Maybe we could find a facility that will let us or something at some point. But I, you know, I, I and I'm not going to go try to beat people into, you know, putting one over the other. Right. I'm saying that there are some really reasonably priced hand tool kits now from Stanley in uh, in Walmart. Mm -hmm. And because we've I, I I'll admit I have some others, you know, mm -hmm. here, but because we've had them in for test and we've had them in for other things and we've ended up using them, they work. Yeah. You know, and I, I think in the end, yes, you're you know, there's a difference. And and. And that's a topic for later. There, there are design differences that make those expensive tools better. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's certainly, it's not a joke. It's not like, uh, you know, the Snap-on guy is just uh, selling you a, a two dollar wrench that's, you know, for for fifty bucks and going to Aruba or something. Right. Uh, they really do put more money into banking them and and so on. But yeah, I'm just saying, I love the idea that that if my neighbor who doesn't know squat about squat goes to Walmart. He's going to get a decent hand tool set. Yeah. I would love to to see the same 
when it comes to more competent power tools. There's no doubt that you can go buy the Black & Decker and it'll do some basic stuff for you. But there are some jobs around the house if it you will get not into do. it. Yeah, that, that they're not designed for. Right. And, and you need a more serious driver. And I would love to see one with a Stanley name on it. Well, my favorite and the one that kind of uh, drooled, I drooled over when I <laughs> thought about was, you know, if you really think about it, Stanley is going to now be in possession of Stanley, Porter Cable, Delta. This is, <laughs> you can make one hell of a woodworking package. And they, and, and Stanley has already done, I, I, they're going to hate me, of course. You know, I can see the PR call coming now because I've forgotten what they call it. But they, for a number of years now, they've sold these uh, almost like, uh, you know, professional kit. It's like, you know, for a plumber, for a whatever, mm-hmm. you could you could buy this kit that had all the hand tools and and storage and stuff that you would need to do this job. Oh yeah, which is kind of cool. It'd be interesting. Oh yeah, I you mean, know? there's precedent for this. Yeah, and I mean, they could they could put together a small package, you know, like a basic woodworking package that <laughs> that would just smoke anybody, you know, because they have that. I mean, their hand tools. And, and back me up on this. This is just not subjective talk here. Their hand tools, if you get the right ones, are world class uh, for some of the the applications. Like if you get the the demo chisels and, and oh stuff yeah, like no, I'm with you on that. They have yeah. really good product that they could put into this some type planes of thing. too. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, they yeah. got the new sweetheart planes, Bibles. which uh, yeah, I mean, known for it, tape measures, world right. class. Uh, I mean, they they have a lot of these these hand tools. And Delta and Porta Cable are just legendary in the woodworking market. Now you can say bad thing, or you know you can say what you want to about you know who's making Porta Cable right now and and all that kind of thing. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I got to okay. tell you, I've gone into a number of of professional woodworking facilities, and, and it's guess all what Delta kind of and Porta Cable. Yeah, exactly. It's all Delta and Porta Cable. That's what Norm uses. I'll you admit, know? I don't have one because I'm too poor. Yeah, you know, uh, but but. Hey, it, they work. All right, yeah. this is this is professional level stuff. You can get professional level quality out of these things without much effort. All right, um, all the way up to the big power tools and everything like that. But you could make a package that is out of this world for not a lot of effort for them. They don't even have to change branding, but they could put together this this thing and and market it, and it would just blow the doors off anything you see commercially right now. And like you said before. Stanley does this. They have a yeah, history of right, doing this. Right. So, I, oh, man, it, that's just incredibly powerful. It's uh, going to be interesting. I mean, uh, if there's a downside to this, I haven't found it yet. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not sure either. what it is. Uh, and I'm not trying to kiss anybody's ass here. You know, I, I just feel like. Um, this is movement in the right direction. Yeah. As far as I'm yeah, it is. Anytime that the selection increases for for the people on the street, this is a win. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's going to happen with this. I don't really disagree with that. That's uh, sounds about like I'm. I think it is too. So I, I'm. I'm pretty excited. Well, man, this was fun. Yeah, it was. I'm. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. No, that's. Uh, I we fully plan to. <laughs> no, very cool. It was good. Good. Good talking, and uh, we'll see you hopefully next week. Rock.